Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Beyond the Mat, the hottest TikTok-based wrestling podcast. I like to say that anyway. I mean, that's not on the OTT. (laughs) I think I'm the only one that's left that's not on the OTT. OTT, yeah, you know me. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I mean... Long time coming. I mean, we've been guest stars on other podcasts before with oh, each yeah. other. And uh, we talked a lot about other things outside of wrestling. Uh, going with the whole doing our South Park Mickey Mouse to like all that kind of. <laughs> Big time. Uh, Even into so, like conspiracy theories, uh, whether yeah. the Bigfoot's real, stuff like that. We, we, we played Roblox crazy. together. I mean, your your kid is a beast when it comes to the Roblox. He he will sit there. We haven't played in a while because he's on a Fortnite kick right now. But mm. uh, he uh, he will go into Roblox and teabag people. Just, oh yeah, just just because he can. It's it's vicious, man. People bag on Roblox, but I'm telling you what, man. It's fun. It's fun. Because you could find almost anything on there. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, Fortnite, I'm learning this because it's the first. I've played it for a week now. There's mini games in in Fortnite. Like, just like Roblox. I was like, the hell? Really? And it's made by the same people who made... Who made uh, Rocket League. League. I got my video game uh, expert behind me. So, oh man, life of a dad. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like I wouldn't. I'd be playing Madden or WWE 2K, whatever. If it, but see, I mean. Well, anybody, anyways, guys. Um, I'm Jimmy Rose. Um, I am one of the executive producers for um, Off the Top, along with uh, doing some stuff along with um, the guys at Botch Botch and Chair Shots, um, Root City Radio, all those guys. Um, also, I'm a gamer. Um, I like rock and roll. I go to a lot of concerts, um, a lot of that other stuff. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Uh, if you can't tell behind me, Pearl Jam and Foo Fighters are my go-to, and I'm a Chicago Cubs fan. And my favorite movie is The Big Lebowski, so there's that. Anyways, Matt's back, so. <laughs> you were on the line! There, this ain't Nom Smokey. There are rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I don't know. It just kicked me off of freaking, uh, for whatever reason, it kicked me off of my... Uh, my stream, my stream yard decided you're not doing a show today. I'll do the show for you. <laughs> <laughs> so before, um, let's see here. So we'll start right in with the every week we lead off with the same five questions. If you've watched yeah. the show, which I know you have, you know what's coming. Mm. Uh, when did you become a wrestling fan? Man, um, so. My biological mother, she was a wrestling fan for a long time and kind of just growing up. That was kind of something that was in the peripheral in the house. So um, it kind of came a little bit young. But by the time I started to grasp it and stuff like that was around maybe two. I was about six. 
So, you know, because we went to, uh, there was a pawn shop over by the, uh, it was a pawn shop and a uh, bell, bell bondsman. It was the same thing. Uh, you know, if you knew my story, you kind of figured it out that, that we were there a lot. So um, with that being said, there was actually two tapes that we saw. It was Hard Knocks, um, a documentary that they did on Crispin Wall, and a, a tape of Judgment Day 2000 and was it four or five? The one where the main event was Eddie Guerrero and JBL, the, the bloodiest match I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah. So with that being said, so that that's kind of where I started my actual fandom was watching those two tapes and then kind of just watching more and more after that and getting actually kind of locked into the product. Uh, for, for me, like I wasn't, you know, like even though I started out watching WWE tapes on TV, watching TNA was kind of where I was getting my start as a fandom. Okay. So. So who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Like when you were a kid, who was the guy that would be like, that's the guy I want. That's the guy that I can get behind that. That guy is a badass or. So, so during that time was when Jeff Hardy was really starting to get hot. So Jeff Hardy was a big one in my family. I was actually, I liked, I liked edge a lot growing up. And then when I was watching TNA, Kurt Angle was my guy. That was totally, you know, thinking about now, that was definitely when he was off the perk and <laughs> beast mode. Uh, Kurt Angle was the him. Yeah. That time. The cyborg. Oh yeah. Big time. Uh, so who's your, Who's your who's outside of Omos? Who's your guy now? Oh gosh, Omos though. <laughs> gosh, pal. No man, but um, right now I'm still like I just I'm at a point where like I just I like guys' styles. I like guys' work. Um, I, I'm not I don't really have a specific guy right now because you know with what we do, we kind of just look at everybody with just a rose rose colored lenses, anyways. Yeah. So it's hard to really pick someone and be an absolute fan of somebody. So like, I don't really have that one guy that I like, but um, yeah, I like Damian priest a lot though. I, I really, I really enjoy his work. So there's that. Okay. Okay. Will Gray's in the house. He what's up? Will what's up? Jaybird, um, what's up, man? What's going on? Jaybird. Um, he came in with a question. Favorite Attitude Era match of all time? Man, probably, you know, I'm not the hugest fan of Bret Hart, but the match that he had with Austin at WrestleMania, was it 13 or 14? That was a good one. 14? Is that 14? The one where he passed out. Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Austin did it quite, damn it. <laughs> with, with, the, with the blood? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that Thanks was thir Will. 13. Will, Will Gray coming Rest, in. Wrestling historian over here. Yeah. Um, that was one of my, that's probably top five match of all time for me. Oh, yeah. Um, I put that right, and I catch hell for this. I'm I'm the old one of of Wrestle Talk. I'm the one, I'm the, probably one of the oldest dudes on, on uh, Wrestle Talk. And just to put it in perspective, I watched from so I was born in 1981 and the first WrestleMania was in 85. Mm -hmm. I was four years old watching WrestleMania one. 
Right. You know, like I watched pretty much. I watched some really good wrestling, but I watched some pretty fucking horrible wrestling too. And there's a lot of it. <laughs> um, but so let's go to the next. Uh, anyone else have any questions before this? Haley usually scoops in and uh, kind of takes over for a few minutes, but. Let's get into your backstory a little bit. What brought you to TikTok? Not Wrestle Talk, but TikTok. Like, what were you like everyone else? It was just a thing to do during the pandemic, or? Well, yeah, honestly, yeah. And, I, you know, my thing is, you know, first when I was in it, like, I wasn't in the wrestling space. I was more into, like, the meme space. And I was in community college at the time. So, like, just it was me and my buddies just absolutely just dicking around and just having a good time you know we were messing with go buggies and freaking go-karts and like smashing each other into lockers that kind of shit like we 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 were just horsing around and posting that content on tiktok and you know the page never took off and i didn't really care if it did or not i was just having fun with my friends and then after everybody moved away i kind of just didn't post or forget to post or whatever like that so like it wasn't that type of a thing so you know during the pandemic and i say you know what pretty much got me into wrestle talk i just started just posting random like clips from matches and stuff and you know my mentality still wasn't like oh this is something i want to do i want to get in with these people because i don't care about that you know but over time, like I've met people on the app that I like and I've chatted with like you and Will and Shadow and, you know, that those guys like that. Because, um, you know, just I, I, I do a lot of watching from the background and seeing a lot of the drama going on. I'm not part of that. I don't care. Yeah. So with that, like I just I get on to have fun and have a good time. And when I'm not, I'm not on it. So that's why you don't see me a lot on there. Also, I just don't have time to sit in front of a phone all day. And just kind of twiddle with my 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 dingling. So you know, with that being said, I just you know, I mean, I I feel you on that. I'm like, like I I'll post, like I'll I have another video I have to drop later on, right? Um, for Friday because we are having another show. We're going to be doing our money in the bank. The brothers are back for one time only, and not yeah. one time only, but one time this month, and then we'll be back full time on in August. But uh. Yeah, I post to to get my name, our stuff. Like, hey, that, I use it as advertisement at this point. Right. I need to. I need Andrew and I need to do more. Yeah. But you know what it is. Um. And before we go any further, my favorite thing in your collection, and it's not even big gold, it's your out of time license plate. Yeah, man. Oh. Anyways, man, yeah, I got that when I was um, at Universal Studios, just in one of the shops there. Uh, a, a big movie that we watched a lot growing up because, you know, we didn't have cable. We didn't have anything like that. Streaming, I guess, wasn't much of a thing back then. Anyways, I'm still fr- I'm still I'm still old enough to remember time with a VCR. But um, <laughs> anyways, all ra- laser desk, ladies and gentlemen, it used to be these little things called cassette tapes and- oh yeah 
anyways, because we can't afford DVD players, so that was part of it. But anyways, the uh, Back to the Future films were essential in my growing up. So Jaybird comes in and he has, what was your childhood wrestling game you've ever played? What was your favorite? Gosh, SmackDown versus Raw 2006. That was a huge one for me. And then also um, kind of non-wrestling game. I played a lot of Grand Theft Auto Vice City. That was also an essential one growing up for me. So um, kind of my taste in the music comes from Rockstar Games, I, I admit. So I'm a big Yacht Rock guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, video See, for me, the wrestling games, WCW Nitro. I was, a w, I was a WWE guy, but that's how I learned about WCW is through the video game. Mm-hmm. Like it and, came as a demo on for PlayStation. Well, well, as it wasn't Pop also what you know Scott wasn't he also a big w, WCW fan? You were the WWE guy, and y'all would talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was twelve years older than me. Right, so he was into that kind of edgier product. Yeah, and then the DX started doing what he what what they what they were doing that's what got me to stay i was kind of leaning towards maybe checking wcw out mm-hmm. but then dx started t- telling sergeant slaughter to suck it and that kind of stuff and it's like all right you've reeled me back in mm-hmm. so more more on that story in about a about three weeks when i have my show so well <laughs> i want to save content for when Haley grills me right so <laughs> um speaking hey, of Speaking of collections, buddy, I like that U.S. title belt that you and uh, the kiddo fight over all the time. He, you're you're the current champ, right? Or is he the current champ? Uh, he's got me. We have to play our game of Madden sometimes, either today or tomorrow. Might have to throw that up on Twitch. You know, and- maybe 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 run up some two K, uh, then I could beat you, and you could ship that baby over to me. It's, a, it's not an open challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Laying down the law, baby. <laughs> uh, no, uh, actually, it was pretty interesting. Um, Ethan on a forklift um, reached out to me. He goes, hey, do you want to want to play some golf sometime? Maybe I can take that title off you. I'm like, now listen, it's just between – I'm not – that's not what this is. This is just between my kid and I. Right. He goes, oh, I thought that was like an open challenge. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mike would kick me in the balls if he if he knew I was going to do it. Ain't that the truth? That's the thing. Every time I see a 24-7 at this championship at a live show, it's like, dude, you got to defend that. Well, that's why I don't take my, my <laughs> titles of the shows. I'm like, nah, you take that to a show, you're defending it. Well, you could take any any title to a show, just not, not a 24-7 or hardcore strap. Then, then you got to defend it. Yeah, That's the rules, brother. Jaybird coming in another one. Oh no, that's not the one. Uh, bold, bold will. If you ever had to meet a current wrestler in both AEW and WWE, who would it be? Ooh, current. So um, I think it'd be really cool to meet FTR. Um, I heard those are some pretty you know down the earth guys in real life. Um, also, you know, I wouldn't mind meeting Omega. I mean, I'm. You know, I'm I'm a fan of what he does. I'm also a fan of punk. You know, that's kind of 
things go into that. But on the WWE side, I think it'd be cool to meet Edge. You know, that's, you know, he's a big part of my growing up. So on that one, um, I've met a few guys that I really loved growing up. You know, I'm, I've met JBL and I've met Booker T and they're both really great guys to meet. So in, I mean, technically I have, I have met Mr. Anderson like this, mm -hmm. um, meeting like he just, honestly, I don't know if you've ever had, uh, any, any back and forth with him at all. He is just another dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. From everything I've heard. Yeah. Just another dude. Like, I don't think he under, like he doesn't, it registers. He knows why people flock to him, but he's all like, dude, I used to drink beer watching this stuff and saw stone cold and thought, Hey, I can do that. And it'd be fun to do that as a job. Oh so yeah. You know? So, uh, for me, I'm going to catch a lot of shit for this, but it's the Miz. Oh yeah. I mean, it just seems like he plays fantasy football like me. You know what I mean? Like he, the only thing that's different between the Miz and I is he's got Maurice for a wife and I don't. Yeah. I was saying he's got money and a hot wife. Yeah. That's, there's no difference. Right. Any, any, any wrestles for a living. Mm -hmm. But so hardest hitting question you're going to get all week. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Geez, I already know which that's coming. Do you acknowledge David Arquette as the greatest WCW champion of all time? Hell no. <laughs> oh, it's been well, a lot. the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think Vince Russo is the greatest WCW oh, champion. Now, now the show is over, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Shit. Cue the music. No, but. In honesty, I, I I think it's Jeff Jarrett. No, anyways. Just... Well, there's there's people that when they think the big oh, gold geez. and the WCW champion, they automatically they go to Jeff Jarrett, and it's Flair, baby. Yeah, it's Flair. <laughs> um. So, before we get like into like more of the uh, chat questions, um. Do you have any? I know you're busy with the OTT. You got your own show. Uh, you, I just announced your your collaboration with with Rivet City, and that's mm -hmm. freaking huge. That's awesome. Oh yeah, it's um, it's something that's been in the works for a while now, uh, and we finally just now gotten around to uh, announcing it, and kind of we got our 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 first show. Take warning, guys. Um, this Friday, or uh, you know, just in two days. So, and that's the um, prediction show for Money in the Bank, and it's going to be right on right after SmackDown. So, if you guys want something to go watch, that's definitely going to be it. Nice, nice. Super excited for you guys. You guys are doing great things over there, um, and. Shadow keeps telling me that I owe him some sort of royalty check um, for all for all of his talent that I'm using. <laughs> I was like, "Well, you're getting free advertisement, baby." And oh yeah, the, 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 you know, OTT, go watch it. If you're right. not already subscribed, I'm subscribed. Why aren't you? Are you subscribed? <laughs> um. 
so Jaybird comes in also besides uh, wrestling, what got you into technology and gaming? Man, it was just, you know, growing up, it wasn't really nice growing up. So, you know, the little technology and little bit of gaming that we had, it was nice escape from everything. Uh, kind of, you know, outside of that, music really is my escape. You know, I'll pop in some headphones, go for a walk or anything like that, or go for a drive, uh, listen to some Pearl Jam or whatnot. That's kind of my thing. So, grunge music. That's grunge. Oh, love it. I'm a Nirvana guy. Like that was Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Like in that that specific genre. Yeah. They're, you know, I, I'm an I'm 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 a Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains guy. Uh, you know, and then a little after that, you know, I'm I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan. You know, so I actually went and saw them uh, about two weeks ago. Now uh, they came in the town. So, well, why didn't up. you hit? You you had me do Limp Biscuit for the promo stuff. Because Limp, do... Limp Biscuits kick ass. <laughs> They're still kicking ass. Fred, no, I mean we we uh, we have the resident um, dollar store Fred Durst on TikTok. And... Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Who say, else? He, with, the, with the mentality of a Fred Durst from what? Oh, four. So anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Thinks he's bi- the dude thinks he's better, bigger than the whole fucking thing. Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're just going to, we'll just uh, set that off to the side for now. Um, so this, we're going to play a couple games. We're half, we're about halfway through. Um, let it play game. I wish I could get that that sound clip. I need to talk to my editor. My uh, my, I'm the producer of this program, but I don't have the capabilities of dragging, clicking, bringing uh, music in. And I wish I had time to play the game. And oh yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, do 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 First, first, uh, first up is our who did it the best. Okay. Thing. Um, this actually stems from a live that I I want to say it was uh, Heal Leah. Um, made Big a, fan. Made a comment about um, someone, a certain wrestler did a certain move better, and she thought way outside the box. And it made me actually go watch said person do that move, and it made me look at it a little bit differently. So I was like, that's a good idea for the segment. So who did it best? The Spine Buster. Arn Anderson. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got that leader in the clubhouse at this point. Uh, number two is the Spear. Spear. Man, Um, I love the intensity that Goldberg used with it. Um, Batista, kind of a power with it. Um, edge though, kind of, you know, just when you're setting it up, when you're, you know, have a, a, a match that's driven by story and you have that spear, the, just the effectiveness that has within the story, um, love Edge's spear because just, you could just see it all over his face. The facials are good, the way the opponent takes it and the effectiveness of the move. Um, well, with all those things being said, edge for me. Okay. Uh, my personal favorite, uh, gore rhino. Rhino. Oh, 
That's just violent. Yes. <laughs> um. So we got the next one up is the DDT. DDT, Jake Roberts. Okay. And then the one that started it all, this is Lee, I want to, it was either Leah or Mia, and forgive me if they're out there listening or watching, I am sorry for butchering this. Um, It's the Choke Slam. Choke Slam. Ooh. This one's hard because yeah. it really makes you think. I mean, Kane had a pretty lethal choke slam. I'm, I'm going to go with Kane. I, I know there's a lot of other great answers. You know, you got Undertaker, but his thing was more the tombstone. You know, the the, yeah. the, the choke slam was kind of what sets it up. But, uh, you know, big show. Um, same thing. Choke slam is kind of what set it up. And then you had your knockout punch. So with that, you know, Kane kind of the the choke slam was his downer. So now Leah said Shane Helms Hurricane. Oh shit! Yeah, and <laughs> the little and, the little choke slam that goes into kind of like a side effect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, I had to go. I legit had like as soon like I left the live. I was like, hold up. Let me get on my phone because I was at work. I'm like, what the hell, really? And yeah. I, and I, I was like, well, goddamn, that's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah. Wait, because Hurricane came along. Out, I, I was away at college. Kind of fell away, fell away from wrestling a little bit, doing some drinking. Mm-hmm. It wasn't cool to be a wrestling fan. The girls didn't like it, so yeah, I was that guy. So, I chose girls over wrestling, and I. Come on, missed... dude, that's the that's a worst mistake ever, man. Yeah, and then I found my wife, who actually will sit there and watch it with me. So, yeah, mine's mine's tolerant. Mine's tolerant. Well, she watches it for Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. If I'm, I, I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. My my wife's a big Charlotte Flair fan, so. My wife has merchandise of Becky Lynch. So, I mean, and uh, so now we got one-on-one, This a move versus move. Who wins? All right. Orange punch <laughs> or the Superman punch? Superman punch. Orange Cassidy is a fucking joke. Next question, <laughs> bub. <laughs> you know, just let me stick my hands in my pockets and. Try to fill if I got something there. Probably not. Start calling you mini cornet. This is, this is, this is... <laughs> it's not <laughs> little mini mini corny. No, <laughs> I, I'm a I'm a fan, but let's let's not go that far. I'm not that I'm not that extremist. I, I like Omega. I like the Bucks. Not to the point that everyone else does, but especially if they're working ROH in New Japan, I love that stuff. Man. Thank you. Thank um, you. AEW kind of you know their their heads are getting a little big about to pop, but other than that, I'm I'm fan of their work. Well, here's the thing: you bring that up. Um, I I've really enjoyed their New Japan and their ROH stuff, like you said, because it was something new. Yeah, it was something new. I was like, 
they don't do this in WWE. It was this against cool. the status quo, and it was beautiful. And you know, when they're working for for companies where you know they're not the say all be all, and you know, people are you know kind of directing them and leading them towards a direction that seemed right, and you know, kind of have some guidance there. But when they're in AEW and they are the law, it, there's kind of some misconstrued stuff going on, and they just can go out and do whatever they want to do without any guidance or direction, good or bad. Okay. Now, here we That's go. That's it. You know, just if, you know, if Tony Khan had someone like an actual booker for the show, it, that's that's really you know like that and a PR guy, but you know, which I think he hired one. But anyways, I yeah I don't. It's frustrating because I see all the physical talent they have on that roster. Such talented roster, and they if given the right booking, they could compete with WWE. Hmm. Basic offer spear, offer instead of a finisher for the spear that's not a finisher. They say gore. Oh. In the crowd. He's playing WWE 2K23. A kid uh, just informed me that if it's not a finisher, a spear is considered gore. Right on. I'm like that's, that's because cool. it's because Rhino's cool. Yeah, <laughs> Rhino's cool, and he's not on the game though. That kind of pisses me off, but. Right. Um, but anyway, like I was, uh, I, I I truly believe like if if Tony Khan would just hire a guy like Aaron Anderson to just be a booker, or mm-hmm. a guy like a guy that knows the business, not a not a glory. Okay, I wouldn't be. I I wouldn't know the first thing about fucking booking a. Uh, no, never. No, I'm I I don't claim to be a booker. I'm just not, but there's no difference between me or Tony Khan writing the programming because you're both fans. Yeah. We are fans. We are marks period. We're all marks. Yes. I'm a pretty big one. Oh, I mean, I got merch to prove it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Oh, God damn, son. Which (laughs) one? I mean, I don't know. It's just it. It kills me that like he's got this talented group of rosters. Like just, just I don't know. It just, it's frustrating because mm-hmm. I know if they were given an opportunity and not appeasing to their VPs all the time and doing that kind of stuff, the show would be a hell of a lot better. I do. I do enjoy the uh, the the Saturday show, though. It's really good. It seems to be a lot more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um. So, this is a new segment. I'm just throwing this. Uh, I have just a bunch of stuff. Just I'm throwing shit at the wall. Throw it out. See if it sticks. You're Mount Rushmore all time, across all platforms. All platforms. You know, all, like, all promotions. All, all promotions. promotions. Okay, I thought we were trying to rank people. I was like, I'm not going to rank people. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Gosh. So this is an all-time wrestling. Mount Rushmore. Okay. Gosh. Okay. 
You gotta have Flair. Yep. And you gotta have Cena. Just kind of by by the by the by the ball bylaws that are set in place. And who are your two fillers? Gosh. Okay, so Mount Rush was four. Gosh, this is kind of where it gets hard. Do you have Austin there? Or Rock? Because you can only have one of them. So either one of those two guys, you know, it's very interchangeable. I, I think now as an as of hindsight, you'd put Austin there. Um, just because of just his run, I, I guess was more significant in that fact. You know, you know, Rock became more of something after he was gone, even though he was absolute superstardom. But um in that last spot, you know, for for me for me is a kind of a personal one. I'd go with uh, the, you know, King Harley race. That's kind of what I would go with just because off of, you know, wrestling ability. And he was like a, I think an eight time NWA's world champion, maybe seven times, something like that. But um, you just can't deny Harley race or whatever, but that that's kind of what I would go with. But And you, you bring Harley race up. I I've said this, I quote him a specific quote, and and this is what gets me, and this is why I'm kind of falling out of fandom of the Hardy Boys and the the, the high spot people. Mm-hmm. It, you don't do ten dollar spots for a two dollars crowd. No, you you don't. And that's why the young bucks—they're boring to me now, because they do those high spots two to three times a week on TV. It's like you're taking the, taking the special feeling out of, out of the whole thing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the bucks. I mean, I, I still enjoy watching their matches. That's, you know, the matches aren't really the problem with me. It's kind of the, the shenanigans stuff that yeah matters with me, you know? Um, I know a lot of the guys like to pick on their, their ring work. I, I do to a point, but at the same time, it's like, that's the buck style. Uh, you know, if, if they're allowing their opponent to get their stuff in, then I'm okay with what they're going to do. It's, I don't have a problem with like what the, it, it's just a, and I go back to oh, my brother's a huge Hogan fan. Mm-hmm. Loves Hulk Hogan. Um, and I've always said this. You've seen one Hulk Hogan match. You've seen them all. Oh, yep. And that's the same thing with the Young Bucks, in my opinion. Yeah, you see one, you know. If you've seen one Young Bucks match, I guarantee it's going to be the same thing three weeks from now in Tacoma, Washington. And then a month later in South Bend, Indiana. It's going to be the same fucking thing. And it's but- going to be... You know, trigger, Melster driver, finish, go home. Yeah, but you also got to think that's what their fans want to at the same time. So, you know. And I think that's why I love Moxley because, yeah, you know he's going to bleed in every match. But it's a brawl and you don't know what kind of shenanigans he's going to pull. Right. I'm a, I'm a Moxley guy. I I, I, I liked Mox. Um there's there's just cosmetic things I don't like with Mox. Other than that, I like Mox. It's just kind of just from my perspective of how I kind of view wrestling, get a sense. 
Um, just it's the cosmetic things. Other than that, I'm a big Moxley guy, and I like Moxley a lot. So, um, just it's it's cosmetics for me with Moxley. It's nothing related to wrestling, and I know that's not fair, but I'm just you know he's he's there, he's happy, he's doing what he wants to do. So that's 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 the big plus. Next question. Yeah. Next question. Um, do you acknowledge Roman Reigns as your tribal chief? Oh, Roman Reigns is my my tribal chief. You are the first person. You are the first guest on the show to acknowledge Roman Reigns as their tribal chief. Now, so were you broken? Were you broken when the when 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 Jim and Jay super kicked them or? Uh, man, my my thing on that is, you know, the you know with the story, they were kind of getting to a point. It's like you 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 need you needed to do something, and I think them doing that that's definitely the right way to go. Um, what I would like to see, I just kind of I've seen it online, and I've kind of thought it when I was like, you know, if you're trying to milk this out as much as you can, um, you know, you got some you got some brothers in the family uh, that, or you got um, Tonga and. Uh, god or you know yeah tama tonga tonga yeah. yes you know have them come come in and have them replace the usos and then you'll have another two years of the tribal chief as the champion and if J- they're if they're wanting to go that way jacob fatu would be another one mm-hmm. oh he's killing it over an mml mlw right now yeah our my boy alex kane though is still the champ over there, oh, so. alex kane's the best man um He's, he's he's definitely got superstar written all over him. Yeah, we actually we had him recently on the show, so it was really it was really cool to. Like, it was legit like two weeks uh, prior to him uh, winning the MLW championship, oh, so awesome. it was pretty cool. Um, so time to play a little bit more game. Go ahead. It's something I stole from inside the ropes. As all like I'm going to say someone's name. And you give me uh, the first thing. Doesn't have to be one word. It oh, but we're we're playing association, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, Randy Orton. Ooh, v- um, vicious. Okay. Sammy. <laughs> Sammy, yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, Matt Riddle. Idiot. I think weed. Same same difference. Uh, L A Knight. Yeah. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Ooh, um, underrated. Um, Kyle O'Reilly. He just more thought combat. That's kind of I don't know why, but um, I just I think I'm like a Mortal Combat character going in and just kicking the crap out of people. Johnny Gargano. Slept on. Okay. Um, I understand it. I, I get. I get it. I just it's the size thing for a lot of people, but and Johnny also does keep the same face in every situation, so that's kind of the the drawback on him. But I'm a huge Johnny Gargano fan and a big fan of his work, especially in NXT. The Almighty Bobby Lashley. Domination. His, I mean, 
before we go the next one his theme song fucking slaps mm-hmm. yeah. yeah we'll go to the next one that i mean do you adrenaline in your soul cody something, something cody Rhodes. um man over like rover is cody Rhodes. um he he's the dream the nightmare there's dreams but then there's nightmares Maybe. I've been I've been a Cody Rhodes fan since he was part of Legacy, and because I, mm. I go yeah I'm a Cody Rhodes fan and I automatically well for how long? It's like since he came into the fucking WWE, you douchebag. Like I was a big fan of his Intercontinental Championship run, dashing. and then you know the dashing and then the undashing. Um, that was some really entertaining stuff. Even his Team Road Scholar was pretty solid, dude. Damien Sandow or um, Aaron Rex or, you know, anything like that. Very underrated guy. Uh, I think he had all the potential in the world um, to have a good run within the company, even with, um, you know, secondary mid-card titles. Uh, They just never took the chance on him. So, because he had the gimmick. He had, I mean, I just, I I think, I think he came a little too early. I think he was a few years too early. I think in today's day and age with the, with, with uh, social media, how it is with everything, because he is a throwback. He really is a throwback, but that would work with how he could get heat and everything like that. Just he, he was definitely a missed opportunity. Yeah. Um, Tommaso Champa. Um, quiet but when he speaks you know you gotta pay attention goldie goldie that's the word gunther ring general gunther walter walter now by chance i have to i I love the name change by the way this is one name change i love because it, it it fits did you by chance see his uh, – if you haven't, I'll send it to you. He had a match with Gresham. Send it. Well, there's just a clip from it. It's not the whole match. Um, I'll have to find it. I'll have to try to find it after this. Um, actually, no. I know exactly where it's at. Um, this is a clip that – was he turned Gresham inside out. It was it was something that I've never I've never seen a clothesline like this before. I'll I'll just I that's Okay, and find you on. T- <laughs> Just send it to your TikTok. I want it. Yeah, that's. If you if you if you want to take a second and watch it, that's fine. Cause 
Nice little slap. Get the boop. Gosh, the size did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> gosh. Sometimes you don't realize how small that guy is, but. He sent him directly into orbit. Gosh. Sent him into the outer realm, into the shadow realm. Oh, man. He. he... <laughs> He is, he, I, I don't know if he came down. I think he's still a satellite, if I'm being completely honest. Shinsuke Nakamura. IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Um, that, that run was awesome. Uh, King of Strong Style. When I think Strong Style, I think of Nakamura. I asked somebody, um, and they're just a casual wrestling fan, that question. Like, first thing that pops, and they said Pat McAfee. Right on. And I was like, all right, I I guess. Um, next up, Seth freaking Rollins. Greatest money in the bank cash in ever. Um, Artitech. It, it Anyways, that word. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> oh no <laughs> um anyways you will get in there and you will make me some goddamn money and Seth Rollins will make you some money uh. <laughs> <laughs> triple cheese huh <laughs> going a little corny there well just as long as you're not eating in the long way you're fine Pause. Pause. Triple cheese, extra onion, and <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> You're gonna go in there. You're gonna make my order right. <laughs> <laughs> if we wanted, if it was just a rib, we wouldn't order the fucking shit to begin with. <laughs> oh. Or does this look like a goddamn comedy buff to you? Next wrestler. Dumb bitch. Uh, <laughs> and no, I have not let Andrew watch that yet because that, uh, for obvious yeah, reasons. Obvious. Um, and after I get off the show, he's like, well, what video is it, Dad? What is it? Oh, goodness. Yeah, so he's already asking, what is it? I'm not telling you. So um, let's go with... Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Well, for a while, underutilized. Uh, I think his positioning now is kind of where it should be. I think he should definitely get more TV time. But um, Dolph Ziggler, generational talent. Okay. Um, we haven't gone any women's wrestlers. We'll go right into Bailey. Bailey. There's a lot of words I could describe Bailey. Um, great mic skills. I'll, I'll, I'll be nice here. Great mic skills. He, she is a. I love her interactions with Michael Cole. Yes. 
think it's that's comedy gold. It's mm-hmm. freaking hilarious. Um, Alexa Bliss. Ooh, um, crazy. She's got a, a great. One. She's got a great set of mic skills herself, but mm-hmm. she does. <laughs> it's all about the yams. I'm telling you. Hey, I wasn't going there, but okay. Hey, oh. listen, it's, it's, it's my show. It's my show. I'll, I, I, you go there. I, I'm. Don't, don't. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean, there's only one person, and I'm pretty sure it's either you or me. So, <laughs> um, we'll go uh, Shasty Blackheart. Heart shape. <laughs> Oh, I hate you, Matt. <laughs> Not you, duelist. Oh. oh, and Shadow. I think he said it too. But no, um, Tank, take care of business. Yeah. Uh, Mia Yim. Keith Lee. Okay. I'm, I'm, Chris, not, I'm not Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander, um, best friends, and uh, she does she does kick ass. I like Chris Statlander. Um, do, 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 do. we'll go. Indy Hartwell. The way. Australian. He just said Australian. We're going to go back over to the men's side. Grayson Walla. Don't care. Grayson freaking Walla. Hi. <laughs> oh, no. Get me excited about Grayson freaking Walla. Oh, yeah. I love me some Grayson freaking Walla. <laughs> oh, no. Now i got to go take care of myself because I just saw Grayson freaking Walla. Yeah, I'll drink out of my shoe, even though it's stinky because I just got my British dirty feet on. Yeah. Oh. Come catch me on the Broken Wrestling Podcast. One of these days, if I'm good enough, I'll have Grace and freaking Walla. Uh, I mean, I, I could just, like, let you do that for the next 10 minutes, and I... <laughs> no. <laughs> Not not gonna happen. Not gonna uh, happen. Uh, let's see. Dominic Mysterio. Guerrero. <laughs> uh, no, man. Um, at first it was go go home. He um, now it's absolute white hot heat. Love it. Uh, everything he's doing, just as the the the, the chicken crap hill. It's it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. This this hill the hill runs the best thing that could have happened for him. So, I would say uh, quite honestly, and this might be my hot take for the week. Go ahead. He's the second best heel in professional wrestling. I agree behind MJF. Exactly. And, and I think there's weeks where Dominic takes the cake on it because you know the thing with MJF, you are hearing pr- pretty much the same thing every week uh, with Dominic. Same thing, but just kind of the way the crowd takes to him has me thinking, oh my goodness, this is the best heel in all of wrestling. So, so, uh, let's see, Rhea Ripley, mommy, 
Britt Baker. Doctor. Dentist. D M D. Jade Cargill. Chef's kiss. Love me some Jade. I know you get uh, made that. Anyways, you get a lot of people on here when you think of Jade Cargill and they're probably going to think Goldberg. I, 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 I'm not a fan of her. I'm not a fan of her or Bianca. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Jade, but I wasn't really much a fan of that title reign because the title reign didn't do her any favors. Yes, you know, you go out there, you look strong. You could have that streak and still not have a title reign. It still well, could have worked. And I think they fumbled the way they handled her losing. Yeah. She hasn't been on TV in two weeks since she lost. It's dumb. Like, yeah. you should have her coming out the next fucking week and just absolutely destroying somebody. Mm-hmm. Get back up on that horse, be pissed off, and go and chase and... The women's yeah. title, the actual women's title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got uh Alba Fire. Alba Fire, Alba Fire. Kaylee Ray. <laughs> That's a cop out answer, but we'll take it. It's a great answer. <laughs> uh we'll, we'll do a couple tag team. Uh pretty deadly. Ooh, um, one of the greatest in WWE right now. Um, yes, boy. Um, I just, they're, they're doing great heel work. They're, they're, they're slimy. Um, they're dirty, but not, not in the actual physical way. Cause they're, they're chiseled like freaking Greek princes. But, um, anyways, I, I, I think they have all the upside, uh, great potential and the gimmick. They do it very well. Okay. Um, the Imperium. Imperium, man. Um, also, it's a throwback. It's awesome. Um, they stick to it and they don't look silly. It's actual real wrestling. I'm all for it. I love it. I think that's why I like FTR so much too. FTR is the greatest tag team of all time, or at least the greatest tag team right now. Um, not all time. You got Rock and Roll. You got Midnight Express, and then. You know, you have FTR, and then you have um, Hardy Boys, Usos, New Day. But then also, you gotta throw in Tully and Arn up there somewhere too. So, yeah, um, we'll go New Day. Or, yeah, New Day. New Day, pancakes, pancakes, um, title reigns. Oh, clap for your how many time World Tag Team Champions? And feel the power. So, okay. I've been chasing this knowledge, and I got I can't find... If anyone out there that's going to watch this or is watching this or listening to this, if you can find me a clip, the clip I'm looking for, it. I want to say it was on a Friday Night SmackDown, or Monday, it was on a, either Raw or SmackDown, and Big E had a platter pancakes and they were walking through the back and i cannot remember for the life of me who did it but they slapped the uh tray of pancakes out of biggie's hands oh i think that was owens and he looked at him and he goes you don't flap the wrong jack sucker 
Oh. <laughs> and interesting. Andrew said that was at a pay per view, but I'm. Was it Kevin Owens that did that to him? Yeah. But that's that's it's like the Mandela effect for me. Like I know what happened, but no one else seems to know. Like seems to remember it. But Andrew and I, we remember we remember him just yelling, "You don't flop the wrong jack, sucker!" And that was what I was going to ask him if I would have been able to meet him two weekends ago. But yeah. You did see that uh, his autograph, didn't you? I did not. Go get your, go get that Universal Championship. Um, so we went to that Michigan Panthers game. Mm-hmm. And Biggie was uh, doing the um, emceeing of the Michigan Panthers all season. Like he was just, he was there at every game, introducing the players and that kind of stuff. And he would sign autographs and just be around everybody and do like, like silly little uh, games. What's up, buddy? And uh, he goes, um, he had the new day there. Mm-hmm. We missed out on the, they, had, they did a meet and greet and it lasted legit only 25 minutes. The doors open at six and they had to be done by 625, 630. Mm-hmm. So there was no way everyone was going to get in. We were at the end of the line. So it was like, all right, you know what? It is what it is. But towards the end of the game, Kofi and Xavier Woods were walking around the, like down on the, uh, down on the, not on the field, but like down inside the arena, right. walking around the edge. And Kofi was walking towards us. Mm-hmm. And I, and Andrew has a, one of these belts, mm-hmm. like the toy belt. And that's Kofi Kingston. Oh, that's what's up. Kofi's Kofi's nice guy. Yeah, Kofi Kofi was a he seemed like he uh and Andrew asked him a question. He goes, Hey, uh, when's Big E coming back? And Kofi goes, you know, he really would love to come back at uh Royal Rumble next year. That's like he wants to do that next year. Sounds and, like a good point, time-wise, yeah. And he goes, but he's having a lot of fun doing this right now, mm-hmm. so he's we're not sure when when and when he's going to come back. Yeah, because he's doing like the Titus O'Neil thing. He's just you know going and doing all the community stuff, and and he's having fun doing it. Oh yeah, I mean he was um, he did a talk with like the college students down where where I'm at, and they said it was all fun. So yeah. So we'll go a couple more. Okay. Go carrying cross. Carrying cross. Um, killer instinct. White rabbit. Yes. 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 Um. Oh, was, that was such a great like. Because I, I love Lucha Underground. So you know, with that, you know, Paul London was in his bag there. Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was a very short-lived thing, but it, it was great while we had it. Yes. Um, Roman Reigns. Tribal Chief. 
Sammy Zayn. Underdog. Kevin Owens. Unstable. I love his new shtick, if I'm being completely honest. A lot of people hate it. I like it because, you know, especially if you watch the old ROH stuff and, you know, it's like he's, 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 he's Steen. Yeah, he's Kevin Steen. Yeah. Um, Bruce Pritchard. Gosh, um, impressionist, um, haha guy. Um, yeah, you got to have the, the funny stuff in the show, buddy. Um, Vince McMahon's right hand man, but great wrestling mind when left to his own devices. So, I love his uh, when his he makes podcast. fun of John Laurinaitis. <sighs> yeah, hey boss, <laughs> your arms look great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or when he makes fun of Jerry Jarrett, uh, you know, Jeff Jarrett's father. Well, you know, the, the, the chicken salad. <laughs> well, you know. Well, you know. Well, and of course, the high, the like, extremely high-pitched Jim Cornette. Extra cheese! That's, that's where I get mine from, is from Bruce. Yeah. And then, you know. Spend my days working hard on the go, but the hands on the clock keep spinning too slow. I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. <laughs> Roll Tide. Roll Tide. <laughs> that, it, that, okay. Loop, so, loop pig. <laughs> what is your outside of all of us on the Russell Talk community? What's your favorite podcast to listen to? Oh gosh, yeah, it it was um you know something to wrestle with with Bruce Pritchard, um kind of before Bruce went back to WWE and the show kind of took a backseat, um and then same thing with Shivani's podcast because I loved listening to the watch along of Jim Crockett Promotions '86 that kind of got me through some stuff. Uh, honestly, I'm a big fan of the drive through. Um, and the experience with uh, Jim Cornette. And also, if you want something to listen to on your drive home from work or your drive to work, um, wrestling, um, the, the wrestling news from Arcadian Podcast, uh, Arcadian Podcast Network, which is Brian Last, his stuff. But it's, you know, it's not the, 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 the stupid haha stuff. It's actually six minutes of wrestling news and it's just, you know, just the news. Okay. So uh, for, for, for me currently, it, it would because I don't have a lot of time now for listening to podcasts and stuff. But um, for, for me, it's it's the drive through and um, and that. But it used to actually the experience would be my favorite above the drive through because you get more of the actual stories from from, from Jim. But um, before that, I'm sorry, I'm going really long winded, but oh, you're, you're fine. You know, if we're just having a conversation, but. For me, I really enjoyed um, 83 Weeks. All of Conrad's stuff I, I used to like, but it's kind of gotten a little stale to me at that point. So, Yeah, there's only so many times you can visit the Conradison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, Top guy weekend, pal. Top, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm the only one on Russell Talk that doesn't listen to Bubba Ray's 
Um, I don't, I don't listen to busted open. I think I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a Bubba Ray fan. I think he's a total dick. I met him once. Um, he bought me a beer at, at, at the, uh, at the casino. At least he did that. At least he did. I mean, he, he was okay. So my brother-in-law and I, I won tickets to an impact show. Mm-hmm. They were doing house shows at fucking casinos and stuff like that. So when, when they were, it was under Dixie Carter's regime. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met Bobby Rude. Um, oh, when he love was, Bobby Rude. Um, I met him. I met um, Suicide. Um, I've met, i AJ was the only one that wasn't there out of the originals. Mm-hmm. So I met Abyss. Didn't re- didn't get any pictures or anything. Like they were just all out. It was just, low key. Yeah, it was just kind of like hanging out after yeah. the event. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people didn't know who these people were. They were just like walking around the casino playing fucking games after the show. That that's how crazy it was. Um, but my brother-in-law and I sat down at the bar and we were just kind of having a couple of drinks before we headed out. Mm-hmm. And this guy sits down, like it's me, my brother-in-law, an empty stool. And then these two guys sat down next to, next to us. I'm sorry. There's three of them. Um, well, they all sat down, boom, 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 ordered all ordered a beer. And they said that they're going to pay for ours. All right, and I was like looking them down and like what the hell, and I kind of like I kept looking at them, and I, that's what got Bully Ray's attention. And he goes, "Do you know who I am?" Did his whole catchphrase. I was like, "Wow!" And he and he reached over, shook my hand. He goes, "You guys have to show tonight." We had a full on conversation. He goes, "I want you to meet my my buddies." Um, they wrestled tonight too, and it was James Dorman, Robert Rude, and I like we just sat and shot the shit with those three guys. Didn't ask for an autograph, didn't didn't ask for a picture or anything. It was just hanging out with three wrestlers was good enough for me at that point. That's awesome. You know? Yeah, and uh, I I. Uh, James Dorham asked me, he goes, I'll never forget this. He goes, like, did you see everyone you wanted to see tonight? Did you get your experience that you wanted? And I go, well, and at that point, I was wearing an AJ Styles t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, I didn't see AJ tonight. And, he go, and then, I don't know if it was the beer talking with James or not, but he looks directly at me. He goes, well, I'm sorry about your damn, damn luck. luck. <laughs> Uh, he sets you up for that one really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, he did. But yeah, I mean, that's my that's my like t- like fifteen twenty minutes of fame with those guys. But yeah, like, it, and that's why I've always said when like, this whole thing with Rey Mysterio getting bombarded at airports, or Jeff Hart, Jeff Hardy had the same thing happen to him. Like, let these people be people. Mm-hmm. You know, like if. If they want to talk to you, they're going to fucking talk to you. Yeah. yeah, You know, like in an airport sound like that. Yeah. Go up to him and just kind of be like, hey, I'm a huge fan. Kind of, you know, cut the crap for a minute and then let them go about their way because they got flights yeah. to catch. 
Yeah. And then if they interact back with you, then cool. Then that's open. That's all. Yeah. But not show up with 20 things to sell on eBay and be a dick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So MJF is our last one. What's dickhead but in a good way yes <laughs> um i he's a heel he is the last professional wrestler yeah because he doesn't break kayfabe no i i still go back to i love the fact and i get heat for this all the time and i don't care i love the fact that he threw the that drink on that kid yeah. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Because um, once the kid grows up and kind of figures out, he's going to be like, that was a cool moment. Yeah. I'm part of wrestling history. Yeah. Um, I loved how he, at that Comic-Con, I think it was Squared Circle Expo, he signed, signed the figures and threw them on the ground. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. He flips the fans off. I love it. You know, like the the one video of him <laughs> breaking character though I, that I I love is when you know he's with that kid and then he's flipping off the kid and then the kid flips him off back and then he has to like he kind of chuckles a little bit and then he goes back in the character and he's like, dude, get out of here. <laughs> 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 like a like like a proud like uncle like it's like damn kid <laughs> and then i think doesn't he go on like a, a couple seconds after that look at the dad and he goes what the hell happened like <laughs> that's on you you're a horrible dad yeah like right back into character my favorite thing that he's done is the ruby soho and powerhouse Hobbs segment in the car, the ride along. Oh yeah. Have you not seen that? No. Okay, YouTube this. MJF sings uh DMX. That's all you have to MJF DMX. That's all you have to it's believe me, you will enjoy it. It's hilarious. They're in a ride along together. I'll let you watch it. <laughs> Not gonna sing it. No. Get, get the get the little bit of. Whoa, whoa! Just just Stop. a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh. and, and and he's having fun right now. Yes. Oh yeah. And I think it's starting in season two. I've been thrown season two of Beyond the Mat will premiere. In three weeks, um, August 2nd. And that would be my episode. Basically, my first... My episode of season one is episode one of season two. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and season two, you will be back. We'll, we'll schedule you. Yeah, we'll figure um, it out. And it will be... You pick a wrestler. You come back and we're talk life and times of that wrestler. Okay. For Let an hour... That. We've got an hour. 
I'm sure we can get into a lot. Oh yeah. Um, and we might have a couple other twists and turns along the mm-hmm. way as well, because uh, everyone's favorite Brit is not here tonight or this afternoon, and I'm sure she'll want to. Uh, it's night for her. Yeah, it's night. It's like seven o'clock. I feel really bad. Uh, her daughter is fiercely ill, Ill right now, and that's why she wasn't able to make yeah. it today. And I hope I hope the little girls are her little one feeling better. I hope so too. Um. I hate it when my kid is sick because even at 10 years old, it's like, I don't know what, how to help you. And, right. But do you have, if you have anything to plug, feel free. All right, brother. Um, Rivet City Radio, uh, along with the three brand conglomerate of Broken Red Sling Podcast, you got Botch Bots, Chair Shots. And you have off the top media, baby. Anyways, um, shouts out to Matt. Shouts out to everybody. Um, take warning because Friday night we have our first show together, all three brands. And then um, got some just a lot of exciting stuff in the works. Um, I have an interview with um, the head trainer wrestling champ um he's the heavyweight champ there and promoter of diamond state wrestling here out of arkansas uh mr alexander gold that interview is going to be recorded and within the next week and uh then we'll upload it at a later time uh, i'm trying to work on some other stuff to you know get the people in but um yeah and um gosh i'm just excited about what the futures hold uh, and there's a lot of big stuff happening um, that I'm just, I'm ready to bust out of my mouth, but pause anyways, Matt. Um, I enjoy being here today. Um, I love everything you're doing. Um, uh, you guys are really doing a great job. Um, got one hell of a family, one hell of a kid and Matt, you're a great dad. I don't know how many times you hear that, but I appreciate that. I think, man. You, I think you'd hear that. Anyways, plug your stuff and let's get going. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we got ourselves this Friday. Yeah, Huge Pop Wrestling Podcast will be coming back for not one time only, but we will be coming back for Money in the Bank. Uh, I'll be dropping a video on TikTok to throw that back out there. And then come August, I, I got to get my dates correct. Um, come August 4th will be the debut episode of Huge Pop Wrestling Podcast, Pop of the Week. Pop We're going week. back to one. We are going back to what got us here. We aren't do. We aren't going. We're not going to be your review people anymore. We're going to tell you. We're going to give opinions. This is not going to, we are not news. We are not reporting anymore. This is going to be a fun show. We're getting back to the basics and August 4th. So two days after my debut episode, my episode and season two premiere. And you're goddamn right. I'm cool because I, 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 I'm just, I'm feeling this right now. I'm just, Hold on. Uh, Scoop from the hip. Because where is it? 
Oh, there we go. I'm better than you, and you know it. Right on. <laughs> so, this has been... Oh, I'm sorry. We have one more episode before my episode. Uh, we do have uh, Too Sweet coming on with, right on. with Canacoaster. Right on. Big fan of those boys. Yeah, they do... They are two two good dudes. Um, they're holding down the Ford over at the PwC. I mean, uh, well, there's a definitely got to hold down the fort somehow, and uh, I, um, I trust those guys at least. I, they're do. I mean, they they're entertaining. Yeah, they, we, we yep. will we'll leave it at that, uh, and we'll get into it more in two weeks because we're off next week. Mm-hmm. We're off next week and the week after. Uh, next week was Fourth of July. No, no programming. We're taking taking a hiatus for for two weeks. Uh, then the week after that, Andrew and I will be hanging out with some Detroit Lions legends uh, at the Detroit Lions Legends Camp. Let's go. So, um, we'll be we'll be doing that. So, is Barry going to be there? No, unfortunately. <sighs> Unfortunately, not Chris. Uh, Corey Schlesinger is going to be there. Calvin, um, you to be there, huh? Is Calvin you to be there? No. Ah, come on, legends, loose word, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> for, for, former former NFL pros will be in the house teaching the kids. It, it, it's know? like when you go to these uh, comic cons. It's like Dodi E Legend, and then you show up, and there's a uh, Funaki. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> you get Virgil. You know, like, Virgil, damn it! Hey, Sergeant Slaughter, you know, like get, give him some fuck money, um, take him out to Olive Garden, and you'll be set. It's the perfect way to court the man, Mister. Uh, my voice is. And oh, I'm sorry. We have some a little teaser for everyone out there that listens to these. Um, I have a new show that will be coming this fall. It's, uh, going to have a very energetic, uh, shit. You laughed. You laughed. That's never a good thing. Uh, just because. What's up, Cody? What's up, Cody? Um, like, I'm trying to promote a show that, like, anyway, I uh, have a show that will have a lot of energy, and someone will, with a lot of energy, will be my co-host for said program. Mm. Um, it will be a entertaining show, none to say the least. And I hope people enjoy it. I hope people get behind it. Um, and the person that I'm co-hosting with, uh, I hope that he's going to have a lot of fun with it. So. I don't right want to say too much because it's still in the process of. Yeah. But thank you again, Jamie. Yeah. Um, no, thank you. I had a, it was, it was a pleasure. Um. Unlike the kind of pleasure that Cody doesn't get, you know. Well, I mean, but, 
to be fair, he's got another kid on the way, so he gets he gets more pleasure than I do. Ain't that the truth? I mean, same. At least over in the last nine months, he's gotten more pleasure than. <laughs> and he says, "Damn right." So, uh, on that note, I'm I, I'm going to quote. Cody's favorite wrestler of all time. I must bid you adieu. Goodbye. And good night. Bang.